Hey, I'm Chris Cooper. I took a 200-word blog and built a $25 million mentorship company from it. It wasn't easy, and I had to learn some huge and expensive lessons along the way. But now I'm sharing those lessons with other business coaches and mentors and high-level entrepreneurs in this podcast. Want to chat with me? Go to businessisgood.com and click join the movement. We'll see you there. The biggest catalyst on my path to success has been mentorship. Since I found my first mentor in 2008, my businesses have grown exponentially. I'm Chris Cooper, this is Business Is Good, and today I'm talking about how to be coachable, how to get a great return on coaching. Now, sometimes mentors give you new ideas, but more often they remove roadblocks. And sometimes those roadblocks are in our business, and often they're in our head. So for example, my first mentor told me, Chris, don't buy advertising, your business isn't ready for it. And what he meant was that my business wasn't something that I should be proud to show off to my potential clients yet. It wasn't ready. Even if I figured out how to advertise really well, I'd probably turn off my best clients as soon as they walked through my front doors. So first, we removed the barriers to doing good business. We stopped doing the stuff that was turning my good clients away. We systemized everything to make sure that I was delivering at a high standard all the time, even when I wasn't there. And then we started building trust in the marketplace. It was still another decade before I spent a dollar on advertising. And by that point, I was testing strategies for other gyms. So for the last 15 years, I've almost always had a one-on-one mentor. And I've participated in masterminds and I've had specific coaches for specific skills like YouTube, but I've always paid somebody to help me set goals, build a plan and stay on course. And today I pay between 100,000 and $250,000 every single year, but the ROI on mentorship and coaching is unmeasurable, though I can tell you, I promise, it's in the millions. Working with a mentor is a two-way street, though. These are professionals whose time is almost always worth more than my time is, who have done the hard work and sometimes the boring work to get to where they are. They're not my personal assistant. They're not going to do the work for me. They're not Google. They're not going to go seeking answers that I can easily find myself. But they do see things that I don't, and they remove obstacles in advance, and they stop me from taking wrong turns that would waste my time and money. To get to that benefit, to maximize the ROI and the return on time that I invest in mentorship, I have to be a good client. And so over the last 15 years, I've learned that to get that optimal return, I have to be a good mentee. I have to be coachable. So here are my top tips for being coachable. Number one, focus. You need to show up to your conversations with your mentor or your coach in the best possible state. So I used to take a skipping rope with me when I drove to the meetings with my first mentor. And I would literally skip for three minutes in the parking lot before I went into his office just to prime my brain. Now, obviously, if you're driving while you're having a conversation with your mentor or coach, or you're listening to a voice message while you're working out, then you're distracted you're probably not gonna get anything out of that conversation and you're wasting their time and your time and your money. My second tip is to make a plan to do the work. When you commit to mentorship with somebody, you are committing yourself to their schedule, their cadence. You're not going to just work in their assignments when you find you have time. You're gonna prioritize their assignments and make the time. I once killed an entire weekend writing my staff playbook because my mentor wanted it on Monday. I didn't want to do that, but I also didn't want to disappoint the mentor or waste money. And so I did. I spent the whole weekend writing it out. 
Now, usually for me, I spend or I set aside one hour every single day to work on my business. And this hour is often spent on specific instructions from my mentor because nothing else I do will have greater effect than the work that they give me. So my third tip is to ask more questions. So when I'm unclear on a step, I ask for clarity. When I'm not exactly sure what they mean, I ask, what did you mean? When they say, do you understand? And I don't understand, I say, I don't understand. When I'm not sure how the assignment connects with my ultimate goal, I say, how does this assignment connect with my ultimate goal? Sometimes I ask for an example or a story or a template or a connection that will make the work easier for me to understand and execute on. And then I just keep asking questions until I understand exactly what I have to do and why. And the ultimate test I give myself is, could I turn around and teach this to somebody else? If I leave the call and I don't know how to teach what I've just learned to somebody else, then I don't understand it well enough and I should have asked more questions. My fourth tip is, when you know what to do, go do it right away. So if I booked a 40-minute call with my mentor, like I do with Carrie right now, and I get clarity and direction, and at the 20-minute mark, I know exactly what I have to do, I end the call and I start working. I use the call to give me momentum, not to fill up the 40 minutes. Good mentors understand and encourage this practice. Bad mentors want to fill the hour with more brainstorming or ideas or small talk because they think that's what gives value, but it's not spending time that gives value. It's removing the roadblocks so that I can do the work. So take good notes, ask the mentor to stop talking while you write if you have to, they will absolutely understand and they won't think you're dumb. It's actually my fifth tip is to take good notes. My sixth tip is to ask for referrals, right? Nobody is an expert at everything. So when I was rebuilding our curriculum at Two Brain, I asked my mentor, Carrie, who's the best in the world at this building curriculum? And she sent me to somebody that she knew. Josh McKittrick, and I worked with him on curriculum while I continued to focus on the big picture up here with Carrie. Good mentors are not encyclopedias, they're Rolodexes. They don't know everything, but they do know a lot of people. So my seventh tip is adopt a beginner's mind. At this stage, my business is larger than most of the mentors that I hire, honestly. However, if I carry the attitude that I know more than they do because my biggest business is bigger than theirs is, or that maybe I'm better at this than they are, then I will get zero return on my time and money and I will never find a mentor who can actually help me. I'll basically be paying to just flex my ego. So instead, I cultivate a beginner's mind because I know that if I learn one thing from this mentor or I make one little connection, it's worth the price of mentorship 10 times over, and I can keep that thing that I've learned or that connection that I've made forever. Look, every entrepreneur can benefit from mentorship. The best entrepreneurs all have mentors. If you read their biographies, you'll find like I was mentored by this person and that person. And usually that's a formal arrangement. It's not just, oh, I happen to run into this dude once every two months in the library. The, the ones who get the most from mentorship are the most coachable clients. And they also formalize that relationship. So there's clear expectations on either side. And that is always going to uh, require the investment of time and money. So if you want to find a mentor, go to businessisgood.com and up at the top right, click find a mentor. And I'll do my best to personally pair you with uh, somebody that I know or you know, find somebody who can help you in my Rolodex. I'm Chris Cooper. This is Business Is Good. And if you want to really progress in your business, you should get a mentor and you should also make yourself as coachable as possible. Thanks for listening to Business is Good. If you'd like to chat about this episode or the blog posts or podcasts that I put on the Business is Good site, just go to businessisgood.com and click join the movement. We'll see you there.